Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Go live, go live, go live. Hopefully we don't have that clicking thing. I hope that's just something that happens when we were screen sharing. Gonna have to listen. I don't hear it this time, and I heard it last time in my own ears. You heard so... it. You heard it in Discord. No, no, I could genuinely, I could just hear it in in my headphones the entire stream. That was like a clicky noise. Oh, really? Yeah, That's but I so muted weird. you. I muted like my laptop audio. I muted <laughs> everything, and it was not. I I don't know. It's just a mysterious clicking noise, and it's not here now. Yeah. It's really annoying because it was like I was watching some of it back and it was like it's kind of okay if you're watching it out of a TV but if you're watching with headphones it's like it's quite bad mm. um, so it's a bit annoying but whatever yeah, not that Xbox were doing anything there anyway not yeah, that everybody exactly. has a reason to watch it <laughs> we could essentially just take down that stream yeah yeah that's right um, none the wiser but yeah cool um, apart from that I need to pull up the notes sounds good but I'm good to go, man. I can start jingling if you want to do the intro. Do it. All right. We are jingling. Great. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode 80 of the Sick Resume podcast, where one of us is always sick week on week. This time, wow. it's me. Guys, dosed up on so much paracetamol. Phenylephrine. I don't know. I just I don't know what that is. Um, I caffeine, I suppose, as well. Uh, Sudafed. Is that is there like a drug in this? Like some of it, hydrochloride. Like some of these names are kind of ridiculous. And this is a, a not a good intro. My name's Deck. Uh, Tim. That's Tim. I'm Tim. I'm the healthy one. <laughs> He's the healthy one this week. And that won't last. Like, yeah. don't get excited because that won't last. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe actually, you know, maybe there's some sort of like digital contagion going on. So when we meet up, meet up every week, you know, I breathe my germs down the mic, and you you get it for next week. It's it's a it's a working That's science. <laughs> it's something to go. On. I'll ask. I'll ask the um the AI bot, the Chat GB, GPT. Have you have you seen this? That like the AI that's mm-hmm. like being created. I it's I it's crazy. I've got it saved to my phone. I've just been toying around with it. Like it's crazy. Really? Okay. Like I I'd like to put you on the spot so that I could put something in, but I feel like that maybe would be quite difficult. So I'm not going to do that. Oh. But I would recommend everybody checks it out. Chat GPT. Um, it's like an AI open source, but you can just go to the website and just type something in. Like I'm asking it to type full essays, and I'm getting full referenced essays. Yeah. That's pretty. But that's. I feel like we're on the cusp of, oh, like educational systems about to collapse. About to collapse. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to say, what's that going to like do to like the education system? Yeah, and the kids and stuff like that. Yeah. And even like uh, the the whole AI avatar things that are going around at the moment. I don't know if you've seen them, where people Mm -hmm. are like, 
you you give it like 20 of your photos from different angles you know and then it creates these really cool looking avid like it looks like you've paid someone like to commission to yeah. do like graphics work for they look awesome um but it's like this, this ethical problem because like you, you genuinely can't tell the difference between those ai created avatars and like actual artist's work yeah like it's a real problem it's one of those real jeff goldblum things where it's like you know i think you guys have spent too much time thinking about if you could and not enough time thinking about if you should <laughs> think about like how much money has been wasted creating ai that's just gonna make people's jobs redundant like <laughs> that's but the more money has probably gone into that than ever will ever go into like mental health do you know what i mean just... um yeah yeah it's kind of crazy <clears throat> um yeah I'll, I'll i'll give it a download and see and see what it is or or is it just does it just write off like a web page does it I think so. Yeah, I'll send you a link later. Actually, it'll just be okay. easier to find. I just managed to scoop it up from Twitter. But yeah, uh, video games. Am I right? <clears throat> yeah. It's yeah. um, if you're, yeah, those things. If you're, if you're, you know, coming here for our 80th episode, you know, it's is pretty good, right? 80 episodes. Uh-huh. Um, you know that it's probably been quite a. It's been a fairly busy Xbox week, right? You know, there has been the Game Awards, which Xbox it was not busy. Before, yeah, I was about to say what, like, yeah, I was about when in there, dude. <laughs> the majority, well, yeah, but the, the majority of the Xbox news, well, I mean, I guess maybe it's not Xbox news, it's like Xbox, you know, dialogue. Um, the, the lack of Xbox has stirred up quite a few conversations. Uh, obviously, ABK keeps going, so there's conversations there, and it was a, you might not think that that happened this week, Tim, but it was this week that Xbox did the whole committing to steam and nintendo for 10 years of call of duty that was this week might mm-hmm. not feel like it yeah it, but it was you know because sometimes i i like revisit the notes at the end of the week because i'm still adding to it i'm like oh my god i can't believe that was yeah I think. especially when it's abk stuff because it, it feels like i'm experiencing like time dilation whenever i talk about it mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but yeah <clears throat> so a few bits and bobs but we'll we'll get through it and if you hear that sound that you know thank you um tim how's your week been buddy how's game brain uh, um, how's, how's it going yeah <clears throat> it's going good man um yeah pretty pretty decent week overall quite busy just doing lots of other stuff away from gaming um so i think gaming wise i think i've only <clears throat> overwatch obviously season two bit of a banger yeah um, we did it we did it <clears throat> map cool changes uh cool new hero bit underwhelming in terms of power but i think i'd oh, rather I, hate it. I think i'd rather have that than someone mega op that breaks the game like right uh, i prefer overpowered heroes <laughs> yeah I, I i mean he's kind of fine he's not trash he's like beat here so like you can't really say he's like he's bad you can still use him in win games and stuff like that he's just not I don't know. Yeah, he's he's slightly underwhelming. I would um, say he's underpowered. Yeah, yeah. He needs some he needs some tweaks. Um, most of all, his big thing, you know, being able to pull people down from the air, that needs to be increased yeah. to the point where he can literally just pull. If someone is in that tiny circle, I don't care if the fairer is two hundred feet in the air. If she's in that tiny circle, she should get pulled down right it's it's so hard to get her inside that anyway i don't think it should matter what height the character is at um but yeah that's that's very um underwhelming that um but yeah yeah so that's that's been fun um battle pass is great everything i watched too yeah awesome still slapping 
still slapping. Um, yeah. And then I. It's, it's, it's funny what what happens when your game actually has a content roadmap, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Despite all of the bad reception you, your game gets, if you if you pump out content every nine weeks, it, it's funny how how good you can retain your players. Right. Really. Yeah. Funny. Halo Infinite could definitely uh, take a page out of uh, Blizzard's book in that regard. Um, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, no. Apart from that, being playing some more Octopath Traveler. Um, that's good. That's good fun. That's nice. Um, you played on cloud. I have played it on cloud. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I played it on cloud <laughs> a couple of times question. now. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, getting closer and closer to Is investing in that Kishi. Uh, yeah, it's touch. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, getting closer and closer, but I haven't quite done it yet. Um, but now I now I might be employed again. Who knows? Maybe I will. Um, yeah, that's about it for me. Literally well, yeah. just been like, and also let's. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, I just wanted to give you your, your merits here, mate. You know, let's. Uh, we, we stayed up till four in the morning to do the game awards stream. Not only did we not get Xbox, this kid, this guy, goes mm. off, fucks off to an interview the next day, gets what offered it three hours later. Yeah, my man crushed it. Somehow. My man crushed it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. How. Um, no, not somehow. Not somehow. Yeah. I guess being tired helped with the nerves because <laughs> I just didn't. All my energy <laughs> yeah, that's just, it, just numb to it. Yeah, all my energy <laughs> just went into just functioning <laughs> rather than having anxiety. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, that was pretty good. That was exciting. So um, there's probably there's probably some like transferable skills from the podcast, right? That's a, that's got to be a thing. Uh, I don't think so. Speak to people every week none i mean i guess in in a sense of like yeah i mean like team working and people skills and stuff like that yeah sure i'm talking to to people and sort of hosting like a podcast um co-hosting a podcast even though let's be honest i carry it um and well i mean for like fuck you firstly but secondly i mean for like for the actual interview process that you're more yeah. comfortable talking, right? You don't get tongue-tied. You know, you can organize your thoughts better because that, that is a skill. You know, like, yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Yeah, stuff but like then, that, yeah. but then you could always argue that you know it's it's different depending on who you're talking to as well. If I'm talking to you, obviously, yeah, I'm, I'm for not sure, going to get tongue-tied. But if I'm talking to someone who is looking at my skill set and wants to pay me money for my skill set, I might um get tongue-tied a little bit more. I want to pay um, you money for your skill set. <laughs> Just, just a different source. All right, we're we're entering a dangerous territory. <laughs> I'm not sure about this one. Um, let's move swiftly yeah. on from that. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's that's about it from my game brain side of things. But what about you? Go. Cool. Um, I yes, Overwatch two. Yes, still playing God of War. You know what? I played. I I played about four hours of Halo Infinite last night. Yeah. Whoa. We had the the, the, the boys are on. Hopped into customs. Yeah. Hopped into customs. Nice. Just I. We just hopped between the the custom browser. You know the recommended section, the popular map maps. Downloaded stuff and played it for a long old time. It was it was a lot of fun. There's a lot of um. Some some things are done like really well, and some things really aren't. And I don't because like Forge is still in beta. Right, mm. so like, like it, it released into beta. Yeah. Um. So like, there doesn't seem to be like an infection game mode, which means because a lot of mm. like the OG 
a lot of the OG like custom games are built off infection. So like yeah. um like Fat Kid, you remember Fat Kid, you know, big boy goes slowly with a hammer, and then if he gets a kill, one of them comes over to the other team. But there's yeah. no infection mode for them. So so people are using like attrition or slayer and then have to do like workarounds where like uh, you, uh, like at the beginning of the game, everybody spawns in and then one person randomly dies and that person gets put on the other team. And then from there, the infection does sort of seem to work, but there's like a lot of fuckery in, in how it's working. And a lot mm. of the game modes weren't finished. And like, I guess, cause it hasn't been around for like that long. Like, you know, there was a handful of modes that were like really good. Uh, mm. Like a big shout out to Diglets. Diglets is like a really polished map where oh, you can't move and you can just crouch up and down and everybody has a sniper like you and there's just a load of bunkers mm. and you you stand up and so you can only see other people when they're stood up so everybody's like bouncing up and down with a sniper and you're just trying to pop each other's heads oh, and then if you die you spawn yeah. in, in another hole so or like so like you look up for a second and you just see other people's heads popping up and down yeah. trying to pop each other's heart like visors off um so that's great there's, so there's there's a handful of like really good game modes there's, but there's other ones where there's like the maps are really like hundreds of hours have been put into like creating these really well thought out maps, but the, the game modes just kind of aren't working or or doing it. Um, right. But overall, you know, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, you know, you could spend hours just going from one to like just, and it's so easy. You know, you just you you can all go through the browser while you're in the lobby together. So you literally just go into it, bookmark, bookmark, boot it up, play it, see how it is. You know, we did a jump puzzle map called Everest as well um you know one of like one of the old school ones where you have to try and like climb mountains and stuff on pipes and shit like that um yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but nice, yeah, man it was a good time it was good it was, it was good fun um it, it'll only get better the longer it's out um and it's there's a bit people of a, where's you know three for three support it. it's a bit of an oversight on their behalf though not having an infection game mode in there or like that, that's that's a bit i know it's beta but like that's that's kind of standard, right? Surely they looked at that and were well, like, like 90% of our custom games in all of our the Halos have been done with an infection type game mode. Should we have this in for beta? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just been a weird omission, hasn't it? Because like there, there, isn't, there isn't an infection in the base game. So I swear they've done one. They it's like a rotational thing, though. Has that <laughs> never been an infinite? Perhaps. I could have sworn there was something like that at some point, but I guess not. I don't know. Yeah. And I just don't know like why and why it's taken so long. But anyway, obviously people are making workarounds, but um, it's not just that's like not the only problem. You know, there there's been other things, other other problems as well, um, where a lot of yeah, like I said, a lot of the modes or maps like weren't fully finished yet. Like you know, even in the description it said like work in progress. Um, yeah. So, but I guess yeah, I don't really know because maybe back in the you know back in the like Halo two and three days, like people had all of Halo two to really kind of get. The modes down. Mm. Uh, am I right? There's Forging Two, wasn't there? And then by the time Three came out, everybody already knew what to build, so they just built it again with like a slightly more complex system. Yeah. Um, and a game mode. So, but yeah, yeah. There's definitely loads of good stuff in there. I would totally recommend if you've been on the fence about hopping back in and you've got some friends who aren't sure, just just go to the browser, download a couple of the top things there, just get them on to have a couple of games, and you know they'll they'll understand. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's Forging custom games. It's loads of mm -hmm. fun mini games for 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 free and it's so easy and hassle free nice um yeah so that was fun uh i don't think, I don't think i've been playing anything else i want to finish god of war before i start pentiment but 
yeah, that's been me. That's been nice, me, man. really. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I suppose I don't really have a good way to segue into this, so I'm just going to put it out there. Um, I, we mentioned this very briefly, I think, in the stream that we did at, for the Game Awards, but um, just to start the top of the list for the honourable mentions, Fortnite had an engine upgrade, and I just kind of wanted to talk about this. I know this isn't really Xbox-related, but um, I thought this was a good talking point. Like, um, if you haven't seen, Fortnite has recently upgraded its engine to look from, you know, bland cartoon generic cartoon game x to slightly better detailed with nice lighting generic cartoon game x um but nonetheless it it looks a lot nicer yeah like a lot nicer like the lighting's really good there's like loads of particle effects now there's more detail in the landscape and i just thought it was really impressive and i'm like really on board i like i big props to this sort of like i don't know because they managed to have a new season and do that at the same time but like i'd be happy for a lot of devs especially with older games as a service to mm. just like halt development and just upgrade the engine because i don't know i get the feeling that would pull more people in like i, I especially remember when we used to play smite smite's a quite an old game now it's like a decade old right yeah longer i think it's like 15 years old or something and, and i think that game looks quite aged mm. um definitely and it could really do with like an engine upgrade that would pull people back in because i think it's it, it, like the game has aged quite well like in terms of like mechanically um but that's just one example i also think like siege i don't think rainbow six siege looks very good i don't know if i'm alone in that i think that's quite a bad looking game to be honest yeah yeah it's not it's not a fantastic looking game um it's pretty pretty bland in its sort of like textures and lighting and stuff like that yeah it, it does the job but yeah it's not it's not fantastic at all um yeah, there there are definitely games that could all benefit from these um from these little well, I say a little, it's probably it's a, a very big job to upgrade and change yeah. engine. Um, you know, it probably changes how the game plays and feels as well, I would imagine. It's not just a a it looks different. Um so but yeah, I mean Fortnite managed to do it pretty pretty cool, pretty pretty like sort of smoothly, like sort of transition um people in uh and i think that was that was pretty well done to be able to just be like oh yeah we changed everything everything looks better and it's it's still the same game <laughs> so enjoy yeah that's right yeah it's just it's just really good you know people, like, people have been posting screenshots all over twitter and everything and i'm just i'm just impressed like that's all i, I just i just a bit it's just big respect mm. um it, it, i think it's just a really thing you know if you're going to take the games as a service life seriously you know it, if it if it has chosen you then i just think that's a good thing to maintain um not just for your current players but like i said i think i think there is kind of a blind spot there of actually pulling new players in who maybe wouldn't touch it but i wouldn't you know, wouldn't come in the door for the good graphics um before but might do with an overhaul um mm. so yeah you know big ups to you big ups to you epic and of course doom slayer and uh, Geralt are in there now so and they look you know, great um, yeah yeah they they looked stunning yeah <laughs> uh Joaquin says he played Rainbow Six Siege for six years. Legit one of the best games he's ever played. He doesn't think it's bland, in his opinion. And he also says good morning. <laughs> hey, good morning. buddy. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I just, it just doesn't do anything for me graphically. I, I think part of it is, part of it is intentional. I think, I think they want to keep the, the landscape clean. But even things like, I, I don't, I guess the guns look okay, but a lot of the faces and the character models and the, environments just don't 
look mm, I don't know. They look almost washed out. Yeah, I don't know. And I know animations necessarily aren't necessarily part of the engine, but there, there's something about that game where I'm like, this looks like this feels like a late Xbox 360 game. Whenever I play it, like I'm like, I'm just mm. quite surprised how underwhelmed I am with it graphically. Obviously, it's not the focus of the game, and that's fine or whatever. But just as an example, um, yeah, yeah. That, that's just something that came to mind. Yeah, it it, it it looks fine. You know, it's not bad, and it's not it's not great in my opinion. You know, but then games like this mm. and like CS:GO and all that. I know CS:GO is a lot older, but like like you said, the graphics aren't top of their priority whatsoever it's all about gameplay um um and actually to be fair Joaquin did bring up the point of there's a um there's last gen siege and current gen siege so I don't think I've actually played it since it's had its sort of current gen upgrade so I imagine the textures do look substantially better with that Mm. so that might be some naivety on my end um but yeah yeah so yeah I guess it probably looks better in the in the current gen one, um, but yeah, yeah from when I last played it, and we played Siege a lot. Like I've I've dumped a lot of hours um, into in, into Siege, a surprising amount of hours, days in fact, um, and yeah, I, I was never blown away by it um, graphically, but I played a lot for for the gameplay. So yeah, yeah, and, and there are like. Um... Because a lot of game, like I think of Apex as well. I think Apex is is fine. Like yeah. oh, it's obviously running a big battle royale world in the same way that Fortnite, is, I suppose. But like when they did their next gen upgrade, it, it, they just upresed it. It feels like like maybe the render mm. distance is a bit bigger, but there really wasn't that big of a difference. Um, I guess they want to yeah. keep it in even playing field across you know consoles or, or whatever. Um, but like that didn't do it for me. Um, so yeah, I guess there is an argument to be made there competitively, but yeah, we'll see. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, cool. Um, all right. So what have we got next then? Um, I wanted to briefly shout out Microsoft Flight Simulator for hitting ten million uh, total players uh, across all platforms: Windows, PC, Xbox, cloud gaming, and Xbox consoles as well. That's twenty-seven free updates later, so that's um, that's some good going. You know, that's twenty-seven free updates. That's like adding different planes, adding different locales. I think different modes as well. Um, ten million. I, I mean, I assume this is ten million total players. Xbox always do this, where they're like, "Oh, this is the total number of people that have booted it up, even if it's mm-hmm. by accident." So it's hard yeah. to get, I guess all, all we can really do is it's hard to take any sort of absolute interpretation from this, but rather like relative. Um, and a lot of Xbox um, uh, game studios games have had numbers like this, you know, 10 million, 15 million, 20 million. Um, but I think for a game that's supposed to be hyper niche, I think 10 million is a good number. Uh, yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah, and I think this just shows just like the outreach that these sort of games have when they're chucked onto Games Pass. Like even people that That's just right. aren't a fan of it or something like that, you know, they might just boot it up just to be like, let's just see what it's like, or just to like, I know, like show someone in their room, just like, hey, look, check this out. The graphics yeah. on this are sick. It's a tech you know? showcase. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. This is really cool. You know, they might only be on it for 10, 15 minutes or something like that, but um yeah it definitely just goes to show that the uh yeah the the outreach for this sort of stuff is is pretty big yeah this number would be so much less if it was just like a 65 pound game um 
70 pound game, am I right? 70 pound game, yeah. It'd be like Was that this week? Tenth of this. Um It was it was. That was this week as well. Yeah. 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 It was just after the show. Yeah. Um Yeah, and it's actually quite fun. I remember hearing um, a story about uh Flight Sim recently about Phil when Phil first saw the game that he like dropped an F bomb uh when he first saw it and they were like he was like, oh, this is pretty good. You know, when's the gameplay? And they're like, this is gameplay. And he was like, no fucking way. <laughs> um, yeah. But it died. Like, the game was gorgeous. Like, did that game... Like, Forza gets quite a lot of love for how good it looks, because it looks incredible. So does something like um, Horizon Forbidden West. Game looks absolutely sensational. I don't see Flight Sim getting that bit. Like, it got a bit of buzz at launch, but it, it looks, like, ridiculous. Like, the skyboxes and the... Like, the, bearing in mind, this is all fed in from, like, the, the tech. Like, I don't. I, I don't know. I feel like we should still be talking about how crazy that is. That <laughs> uh, you know, it's literally fed in from, from uh, like a show, I don't know if it's a show, but you know what I mean. Yeah, it's fed in from like live maps. Um, hmm. You could literally, you could literally spin the globe and click somewhere, and it will just feed it straight in from satellite imagery. You know, and I, I think that's bonkers. Um, yeah. No, you, it's, you it's can fly into your friend's house. Yeah. yeah. Who wouldn't want that? It's perfect. Perfect. Oh, I'd video recommend it. Yeah. Am I uh am I reading this right that Joaquin has asked us if Greg's if if a Greg's pastry is really that good? Uh oh yeah, I didn't see that. Are you getting uh Yeah, fuck you, Joaquin. Yeah, it is. Greg's pastry is really that good. <laughs> this this our that's our culture, you know. Yeah. Well I mean it's not they're, they're like, pretty good. it's not fantastic, but it just It's not like highbrow food. It it's yeah, yeah Greg's is like Greg's is like uh, English pastry fast food. Yeah. Sort of. It's like... I've uh, had a Greg sausage roll this weekend already. And one of their festive bakes. Wow. Festive bakes, they're good. They are actually pretty good. good. Yeah. Have you tried one? Have you? Oh, yes. We we have a tradition every year. We've got to to have... I don't think I haven't had a festive bake at Christmas time for like a decade. It's like a it's like a tradition. Yeah. Okay. But you've had a Greg's one specifically. You've like popped out and grabbed one from Greg's. Yeah. 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 They're yeah. They're, they're pretty decent. I I prefer their like, their other slices. I think, but they're pretty decent. Mm-hmm. It's like a. It's like turkey. It's like stuffing in it. There's like some mm-hmm. cranberry sauce in there. I'm just not a big fan like, of cranberry. Well, they, well, on the top. What like the, even the drink? No, no, well, no, no, like cranberry sauce and stuff like that. Like, you know, oh, when, when there's like a sandwich like that. that's just like, oh, pigs in blanket, stuffing and cranberry. I'm like, can I yeah. just get it without the cranberry? Oh, no. <laughs> like... yeah, yeah. Like, I, 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 Christmas food is, is fucked. Christmas food is overrated, if you ask me. Like, mm. for, like, uh, Christmas cake. No. Yeah, it's not fat. It's not great, no. is it? Yeah. And then you go to like Starbucks and they're like, oh, we'll put some orange peel on your coffee. I'm like, no. Do you know what I mean? I don't want that. Maybe you are a coffee <laughs> snob now, to be fair. I, I I am, but like those are just not flavors I want. And and I'm not like the biggest fan of like orange and people, they just go ham with orange at Christmas yeah. time. And I, I just... Yeah, Christmas like, time. Like, just... cran- like cranberry flavored coffee. I'm like, no. Yeah, Christmas time can be summed up with just the flavors of orange um cranberry and like raisins they chuck raisins in everything as well 
yeah that's true yeah um, and obviously like brandy and stuff like that but like ge- but like g- generally yeah it's i mean i don't i'm not like against it but it's like the ultimate sin for me is like a brie and bacon toasty and then they fucking smother it in cranberry it's like you've taken the two yeah. best things smushed together and gooey and melted and you fucking you put <laughs> cranberry sauce in there like what is your problem? jam I don't want jam or like jelly in my fucking toasty. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like keep that shit out. It's unbelievable. Um, I'm glad we're in agreement. We're, we're against the Christmas foods agenda. You know, uh, in the states we know of sausage rolls from Greg's and chicken from Nando's. Yeah, sausage rolls from Greg's, fucking banger, and chicken from Nando's is very- genuinely just like Good. that. That shit's like nine, nine, ten out of ten. I love Nando's chicken. Like <laughs> shit's always moist. It's never dry. It's it's so <laughs> shit's tasty. always moist. Yeah, yeah it I'm really saying. is, man. It's yeah. <laughs> Nando's is hype. Can I get a Nando sponsor in the chat? You know yeah, it is, and that's very cultural. Nando's. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's very culturally aware of you. You know, I'm quite proud that we have yeah. such an enlightened. Yeah, good job, okay. Subscriber base, yeah. Um, man, that rabbi. Bill Clinton will we'll come round. Yeah, we'll come back. I'll sure. like, <laughs> need to. I need to watch our reaction to it. Maybe you could like make that one of the TikToks if the buzzing isn't too painful. But like we were, li- we were so confused. We were like, "What's he doing? Why is he so nervous?" Yeah, I called. Like, I called like, that shit so early. Yeah. as well. I was just like, "This kid doesn't look like he should be here," and he was like trying to get on camera. Right. And I was like, "Look, he's trying to get yeah. on camera." I was like, "This is weird." Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> just weird, right? And then he pops off about fucking reformed unorthodox like orthodox rabbi bill clinton like it's it's yeah it was interesting yeah it was an interesting way to end the night very very interesting yeah um okay where was i going with this next why have my notes high on oh, there life. they are okay that's the one high in life yeah, i added this late last night because I, I saw a couple of tweets about it and i was like you know what that's a good point xbox are doing it again they're doing it again tim mm-hmm. where they have a partnership with a game of a reasonable size. Day one into Game Pass, you know, exclusive for X amount of time. Not a not a word, not a whisper, not a crumb of, of marketing. Yeah, it's kind of this weird. This comes out on Tuesday. It comes in two days. Yeah, it's kind of weird because we saw a fair amount of marketing and a fair amount of like this thing getting trailers. Um being shown off and like being put into like highlight reels and stuff like that for like quite a lot of stuff like pretty early and then now it's just hasn't had anything for so long and yeah like you said it's just releasing it's 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 very odd um i feel like xbox do that quite a lot outside of their main titles yes. like they don't market their games yeah. um quite close to release date they market them like really early Gentlemen. And then they just forget, and they're like, "Oh shit, that's out!" Oh my god! <laughs> oh, whoops! Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah, like it. It is weird, and it's like the problem is further compounded by the fact that they have, um, you know, more acquisitions and more studios under their belt now. Uh, yeah, especially the one, the, the bigger acquisitions, you like, you know, acqu- uh, uh, Bethesda. You know, because yeah. the, the last, 
time I think we had this conversation other than Pentamon was when there was a new Redfall trailer and we watched it. We ever we had it on the on the screen of you know however many episodes ago that was. And it was a good trailer. You know, it, it got it was good. And Redfall needs this sort of publicity to turn the image around a little bit. Uh, I don't yeah. doubt it's gonna be good, but like if it wants to be a commercial success, you know, it needs to turn the public image around a bit. And it like it was the Redfall account tweeted it out and then the Xbox account like six hours later retweeted it's like i don't understand why this isn't synchronized mm. but there aren't marketing beats yeah. um it's just a real problem like xbox have always had that problem and they're still not over that over that hump uh, i yeah. think their shows are getting better generally but like you can't just have one good to okay show a year and then that be it you know we, we need like you look at like playstation marketing I drive into Birmingham City Centre and there's like giant posters up on on fucking like skyscrapers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, like you said, Xbox have always had a bit of a marketing issue, um, and they definitely need to invest a little bit more time in that. I don't know if it's just a sense of like you said, we're still in like a scaling sort of um, phase. I say scaling. Obviously, Xbox is massive, but like just with all the studios recently acquired and everything like that i think there's just a lot of like internal like forming and stuff like that rather than um yeah and i think that's just taking up a lot of time but like you said it's been going on for a long time xbox's marketing has been pretty pretty poopy um but yeah it's a shame because this game looks like a banger and like i'm genuinely gonna boot this up on day one and play this like i'm playing this on tuesday it looks fun as fuck yeah um and i hope it's good as well so yeah same if, if i think if this game gets into kind of the eights you know i think, I think it will. that will be i think that will be really good for xbox i think they need that after sort of a lot of the bad pr and the you know hollow 2022 they've had i think it will really do them well because uh, it's very unique as well you know it's the sort of thing that it, it is very unique there are because like I'm, I'm looking forward to it especially because the last game i can f- remember that had this sort of tone was psychonauts 2 mm. um that was last year you know the sort of like light-hearted like comedy game really you know not not say it doesn't have any deeper message or you know further writing than that but um you know that that was it and and a game that tries to make you laugh and uh, that's quite unique yeah. so yeah um Another real problem, and really it ties into our, our first story, Tim, which which is surrounding the Game Awards. In particular, I wanted to, we may as well tie this into the first, rather than actually the actual content of the Game Awards, uh, was, you know, the lack of Xbox presence there. So, like, what the fuck? What, what the fuck? I, like, what's, what's your energy on what is going on here? Like, why? Like, bear in mind the last thing we really heard from Xbox was in the, at the showcase which was fine you know it was fine and they said everything we just showed you was for next 12 months Mm -hmm. and that's kind of been it and then we've had no real games apart from grounded 1.0 and pentiment like what's your kind of energy like coming out of the show yesterday and and seeing that there was a good playstation presence where they're the last of us actors they had the forbidden west reveal they had death stranding 2 reveal (laughs) like a big first party reveal something else i'm probably missing as well but um yeah, yeah. Where, where are you at with all that um yeah it's well i can't really say i'm happy about it it's it's definitely been very um yeah very slow and very quiet um and i'm I'm not sure if this is all just to do with the actablis deal um in in the fact that they just kind of want to remain a bit sort of they just want to be low to the ground while this is all going on 
um, because definitely it seems like Xbox is more in the spotlight and more the bad guy in this sort of deal that's going on. And they'll be under a lot more scrutiny if if they sort of um, show off anything or, or, or something like that. But then you could argue the same thing about PlayStation and risking stuff by showing showing a lot of exclusives and bangers and stuff like that they're upcoming because they're in this active active players deal as well um and they still showed off quite a lot of stuff so um yeah it's 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 a bit of a weird one um but yeah to abs- to have nothing is quite is quite a shame but then i i feel like if they were just to be like hellblade 2 blah 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 xbox exclusive i just don't feel like that sits well and it's going to be used against them um so yeah i don't know yeah i mean i i like it's definitely disappointing but at the same time i do feel like there is a bit of a public uh, there's a bit of like a maybe overreaction in the community, I think, to a degree. But like it's, you know, it just depends where you're at, really. Because for some people, this is kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, in, like in 2022, and you know, uh, and all the delays, and you know, just wait a bit more, wait a bit more, and like Xbox fans are tired of waiting for their big seminal releases you know it is the platform has been a good place to play and i think people do forget that like game pass has still been very good a lot of the dashboard updates have still been very very good mm-hmm. like i think those are all really good things um it just isn't those big first party AAA games that we're still waiting on and if that's something which if that's the thing for you the thing then yeah i can imagine you being really upset that xbox didn't get you excited in any way um and you know tying back to the marketing the fact that xbox is still doing this thing where it's like one big game show a year and we've spoken about on the show the people that they've brought on that they've recruited like um to try and sort this out um Mm. so maybe you know maybe it's not over yet you know maybe there is something else coming between now and E3 next year, you know, supposedly E3 is coming back. And that's alluded to Aaron Greenberg, you know, marketing lead over at uh, over at Xbox, did tweet out something to the effect, I can't remember the exact words, but something to the effect of, you won't have to wait, like 2023 is shaping up to be a big year, for, a special year for us, something like that. You won't have to wait much longer to hear something from us. Um, and I think it's been tentatively re- reported, maybe not reported, but tentatively spoken about um, by uh, Jez uh, Corden um, yeah. over on his podcast uh, that... Um, there might be something in January, but this is very rumor. It's not you know, reported isn't the right word. You know, this is very we're in speculation territory. But that seems to be what um, you know Aaron Greenberg is alluding to, and that would be fine. But mm. maybe there should have been an expectation. You know, maybe maybe someone should have tweeted out in advance. We ain't here, but you're going to have a shitty Samsung trailer three times, and we're going to have a Game Pass trailer once. And that's our presence. Don't expect anything. I feel like that had gone a long way. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and and as Joaquin put in the chat as well, like people seem like they're a lot more entitled. Um, sometimes, like fans. Um, and like a lot of people that follow Xbox and know Xbox, they do know a lot of stuff is coming up and will be released in twenty twenty three, and it's going to be a good year. That 
yeah that is fair enough you know we don't need confirmation for that but it's just it's just generating buzz it's just reminding people um the xbox are in this race xbox do have stuff coming um it just keeps it to the front of people's like brains like otherwise people just forget and xbox just takes a back seat it's that that's entire that's what marketing is to an extent it's just it's just keep keeping people interested and keeping them on that hook um you know and it's just a lot of people might have both consoles or something like that and a lot of people with the lack of anything coming out of xbox have probably forgot so many of these games are coming out and right now they're just playing god of war and playing other games coming out on playstation so it's just yeah it's just it's just generating that buzz and xbox have not been great at doing that from a marketing um perspective so yeah i do, I do also think there's like it's harder to market game pass because it's like a service within a service. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. a service on the platform, whereas Netflix is Netflix and you go on it and you see what's there. Whereas maybe it's to do with like the UI a little bit and how they market it, you know, like Game Pass. Is it's not buried, but like I I don't think they maybe do the best job of showing, you know, if you go on the website, you can play this right now for what you know, one pound on your first month if you really want to. And like mm-hmm. like I said, the last the back half of twenty two in terms of Game Pass has actually been really good. So, like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that Xbox hasn't had nothing. Like, Plague Tale, just a, a Plague Tale, for, for, you know, for me. Immortality, uh, Somerville, uh, High on Life is coming. Pentiment. Uh, Pentiment. Grounded obviously had its one point I released, depending on how, how lenient you are on including that. There's, there, are, there are things, there's been plenty, and there's plenty I'm forgetting as well. Uh, like, you even look at the, the Game Awards nominations and and winners as dusk falls you know there's a lot of games that are still currently or were on game pass that that were nominated for those awards you know there was really good stuff there especially in the back half of 22 Mm -hmm. so i'm not yeah i don't don't think it's like the end of the world because we had like brian mccaffrey over ign writing you know like a you know a doom doom and gloom post as well like you know this is it was a slap in the face to xbox fans oh i'm not gonna go that far but like it, no. it's definitely disappointing like we literally we said on the stream like we stayed up to 4 a.m in the morning to fucking hopefully get a you know like a morsel of mm. something to, yeah. to keep us going um but for whether it was just poor planning or it was the abk deal or it was just wanting to like because it, like we said you know, xbox have been recruiting more and more marketing staff to try and get this right maybe they're just wanting to have their own shows again you know nintendo doesn't really make appearances at the game awards mm. you know, they, the the mario movie i think was there right but nothing if they are there it's a very small presence and then they do their own stuff you know they do the mm. treehouse or nintendo directs and i think We've all been saying that that's what that's the direction we want Xbox to go into. You know, maybe like a quarterly or maybe three a year, um, mm. smaller shows. That's that's the cadence we want. So, if this is the beginning of that, so be it. But if it's not, then like we've had another year where it's been like, how, why is this not sorted yet? Why are we left waiting a year for the next bit of news? Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. Um... Yeah, and I guess only time will tell um, for that sort of thing. But um, but yeah, we can't help but say I, you know, we are a little bit disappointed. Um, I'm not for sure. I'm not up in arms about it, but it would be nice to get something, especially when it's just like 
I genuinely thought it was a guarantee we'd see something like Hellblade because of its presence in previous yeah. years at uh, the Game Awards and stuff like that. And it's just like, even that wasn't there now. And then you're like, well, they showed off that sort of stuff before <laughs> they were under Xbox. And now they're under yeah. Xbox. We just don't see anything. You know, it's just, it's this whole thing where it just seems like whenever a studio goes under Xbox's umbrella, they, they just get shrouded in darkness for like a year and we just don't <laughs> hear anything until their game fucking releases next week. Um, so, yeah. No. And it's this whole thing of like, you know, revealing games too early and things like that. I mean, you know, arguably, you know, 2021, no, that was last year, this year, 2021 and 2020, I think were still some of the strongest showcases Xbox have had in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I thought 2022 this year was okay because they did the whole 12 month thing. I think, I think it was okay. But mm-hmm. in, in previous years, you know, they showed a lot and you know, you can argue that COVID got in the way of that, but like, you know, like PlayStation hasn't had a problem getting out games. Neither has Nintendo. And they, I mean, maybe this is still part of the like, you know, since the acquisitions, they're building up to the, you know, to the floodgates breaking. And, and let's not forget 2021 was a good first part of year. It's just that there was a lot of sort there was a lot of nuance to that. They weren't all exclusive. Some of them were delayed. A lot of were multiplayer. Uh, Halo did really well at launch and then it dropped off like two months after because, the, you know, just like there's lots of little things like that um so yeah it, it just it really does it just depend um on, on how you look at it but ultimately i think we need more conferences <laughs> i don't know i think yeah. we need more conferences um because there's so many things like you the the uh, the expectation now is that 2023 is going to be a big xbox year Mm-hmm. so like where is it do you know i mean i think that's the unsettling thing for a lot of people it's like if there's so much happening like why don't we have a single release date we don't have a single release date yeah yeah exactly yeah. and that's that's worrying i think for for people who you know want value out of their console so yeah yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, I saw that. It's uh, Phil. Phil, there was a couple of shots of Phil at the Game Awards, were there? And he, he I think he did look a bit stressed. <laughs> that, that was the day that the FTC decided they were going to sue him. Yeah, he just looked fed up, fed yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the guys. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on right now. Um, uh, yeah, with the with the ball in his court. So, yeah, I'm not. Surprised. He's probably sat at home with a with a glass of whiskey watching the quick resume podcast and he's like oh give me a fucking break yeah. like you know what i mean like normally i'm doing my guys, best yeah. <laughs> i normally i can rely on you guys to be on my side for fuck's yeah. sake yeah. everyone are these the guys who call me philly cheesesteak are these, yeah. are these the cool guys oh i mean i'm losing them fuck's sake yeah poor guy i'm sure you're doing your best phil uh, but I don't really think it's his problem. It's a marketing problem. So, I mean, you know, whatever. We'll see. But uh, hopefully there is something to expect in January or at least February. Like, if this is going to be a big year, like, like this, 2023 needs to be the shakeup year. It needs to be the, like, right, this is what you can expect from now on. Like, we're doing two or three showcases a year. Uh, you know, maybe you come back in the form of an XO, XO23. Um and we're going to start having that first party cadence, you know, because we're, we're really we're, we're anticipating at least three third party games, which I think is like big third party games, which I think is good. Starfield, Redfall, Forza. There might be one more. There might be a Hellblade in there as well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and that would make it four. And that's not including any other surprises or game pass deals, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would that'd be really good. I mean, what what like what would be a cadence that you would be what would you be happy with for 2023? Like what what do you think needs to happen for you to be a happy jabby? I think I'd be happy with about with like one a quarter, like big first pie releases. I think I'd be happy with about four. Um, I know you said we got like three at the moment, barring anything else that might come out, Hellblade or, you know, who knows, maybe Avowed or like Contraband a, a bit further on than we think. You know, you, you never know. They might release towards the end of the year. Um, you know, it, it, it'd be nice to hit hit the big four and then maybe even go over that. But yeah, I'd say one a quarter is pretty good considering that is just first party straight into Games Pass. You know, we're going to have plenty of other third party, you know, um, cross-platform releases along with that. Um, yeah, I'd be I'd be pretty okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like, like they, if, like with how the ABK thing's going, I do not blame xbox for wanting to keep a low profile with what they reveal but they've already shown off like they can show us stuff they've already should you know it's not like they're going to pump out five new triple a trailers all releasing at the end you know at the end of 2023 early yeah. 2024 like that might be problematic for their abk arguments you know but showing us like just giving us release dates showing us a bit more gameplay for the currently already announced stuff i don't feel like that's going to do any more damage so uh yeah uh, new Minecraft year, Minecraft Legends. That's a that's a good point. Yeah, that's that's next year as well, isn't yeah. it? It's it's hard to it's hard to put that in the same nest because it does again. It has that nuance of oh, it's not exclusive. I know it's day game pass day one, but you know how this works, Joaquin. People don't count people don't count them if it's not exclusive for some reason or AAA or third person or action adventure or about sad dads or Xbox or with a or with a bow and arrow or you're on Xbox, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. We're joking. We're funny. We're a funny comedy podcast. We make funny jokes about things. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, it was so. I uh, let's so so let's. I just wanted to very quickly sift through like the highlights of the game awards for us. Obviously, it was really late. We finished off, so we didn't really have much time to speak about it. Other than you know, I think we agreed that it was a, it was a good show. It was it was the best game awards yet. I think like in terms of pacing uh you know christopher chris judge maybe was the only yeah. <laughs> call there my yeah. man gave us an essay and that's like you know that's okay but maybe maybe not here <laughs> yeah you know yeah. they even i remember they even started playing him music to like you know prompt him to like oh, get really? going that he just, yeah. he just he did not yeah. yeah save that for twitter or record it and upload it or something yeah that's right um yeah so uh i've just i've got like a couple of links on the notes tim uh that will take you to some pages where there are like you know best of or like i remember um, everything don't need links you remember everything that's awesome i like this so this is like the other thing as well that it's not like there wasn't there was some game pass presence here but none of it was highlighted. i was i noticed that like replaced party animals uh i think Warhat? No, that's Space Marine. Uh, there was something else uh, that I'm forgetting. P- uh, party animals hi- uh, replaced. There's another game I'm forgetting. I can't remember what it is. That there was also a Game Pass game, but there wasn't a Game Pass badge on it or anything. 
which I just thought was really weird. Mm. So, because I even came, we came away from those games that we've definitely seen before. And we were like, was that, I think that's Game Pass. I mean, we were literally we were saying on the stream, we we're like, is that? But like, we've seen it before. So, like, yeah, I don't know where the marketing was for that. Yeah, me neither, man. Um, and not to mention, it's just everything flashes up so quick at the end. Even if you're looking for it, you can't tell what freaking platform it's going to be on. Yeah, that's true. Um, so beside that, I mean, so all I can remember and just scrubbing through the um, what was shown off now. Uh, yeah, Replace and Party Animals were two of the Game Pass games there. Replace is still looking fire. Um, yeah. excited to see more about that. The, the, the pixel art cyberpunk one, some personal favorites. We said, uh, I, I mean, Hades 2. Wow, what a reveal! Yeah. yeah, bonkers. So hyped for that! Yeah, absolutely awesome. Uh, that Judas game was pretty interesting the, from the makers of Bioshock. Um, oh, yeah, 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 that did look really good. A lot of buzz about that, yeah. Uh, Kojima being there was obviously a big deal. Death Stranding 2 looks like Death Stranding 2. I, I don't know what else to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Diablo 4, still looking fire. Game it's is still looking fire. Good. No gameplay. It's just a cinematic trailer, but looking cool. Yes. A um, Transformers game? <laughs> yeah, Dark Spark sequel. Let's go. Yeah, that was a weird one, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, The Lords of the Fallen? Is it Lords of the Fallen 2? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a question. Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty DLC with Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. There was that other game, right? Crime Boss Rock A City, which had like Michael Madsen, uh, Chuck Norris, you know, it had like a, a, oh, quite a yeah. star cast. I thought, I, I, I was really confused with how they were presenting it. I was like, is this a sequel? Mm. Is, it's not. It's just it's just a, a new IP, but they just managed to get loads of Hollywood talent in the game. And it's there's like a little bit of gameplay online. Tim, it's like a payday game. It like yeah. legit looks quite good. It's like a first-person payday-style game. Nice. Um, it's, it's really not the sort of game that needs Hollywood talent in it. <laughs> But it does. Um, so I'm keeping an eye on it now, you know, but I thought it was just presented in a bit of a weird way. Yeah. Yeah, it was a bit muddled, a bit confusing, that one, yeah. There was that Banishers game. Banishers Ghosts of New Eden. That was by Don't Nod. That looked really cool. I don't know if you remember that. Banishers? That's not ringing a bell, no. Yeah. It came and went really quick, but I remember us both being like quite, you know, our eyebrows being raised um, okay. when, it, when it came on. And then probably, the, you know, there's other things. There's like Tekken A. I think Street Fighter was there as well, wasn't it? There was some VR stuff too. There was the like the Bayonetta b- b- Origins, whatever that was. But the, the other probably big the, uh, takeaway for us was the Remnant of the Ashes 2, which we waxed lyrical about in the in the stream uh, but we loved the first one and we would highly recommend it um i i hope that gets a game pass release but i would probably i would probably buy it anyway um yeah. Yeah. just a really good game yeah it's a really good game yeah i'm absolutely buying um yeah if that's not games pass i'm buying it um just because it 
yeah, I mean, we loved Remnant from Ashes. Um, the first one, insane game. And this one just, wow. It just looks like everything that was, but more and better. And like the monster variety and like weapons and all that just looks so freaking cool. Um, and I just never uh-huh. thought this game would get a sequel. Like genuinely, I just never ever thought that would happen. So that that was crazy hype, and I had no idea that was coming. Any leaks or anything? So that was a genuine raw reaction that I uh, I was pretty pretty damn hyped. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it really is, and it's it's really interesting actually because do you know um, do you know who the devs are? Do you know who who, who made who made Remnant? I want to. No, it's not like people can fly, is it? Who is it? No, but I can see why you'd think that. <laughs> is their logo um, similar? It, it, I, I sort of, um, but it's like so. It, it's Gunfire Games, and Gunfire Games are best known for their work on Darksiders. Oh, okay, I love Darksiders. I know you do. Yeah, Darksiders Two, Definitive Edition, and Darksiders Three. Yeah, I don't think they worked on the first one. Okay, the first one was, I don't know, arguably the first one's being carried by nostalgia, and people quite like the second one. Um, I thought the third one was pretty good. But yeah, no, they're all decent games. Yeah, definitely. So Cool. Yeah, very exciting. Cool. Um, so, right then, let's move on. So we're past the Game Awards, um, and we're on to some of the news from earlier in the week that Xbox is raising its price to um, $70. And this is like, like in, now in retrospect, like I, I said it at the time, like what, like bad timing. That was bad fucking like, like it's going to happen. Like Phil literally was on an interview like three weeks ago, wasn't he? Like something we'll have to give at some point. Mm. And if there was something they were going to increase the price on, I'm glad it was this. I'm glad it was first because obviously all of these games are day one game pass anyway. So I don't feel like most people are really being affected by this. No. Yeah, I think most people that have an Xbox and are looking forward to first-party games releasing, you know, odds are you they're probably going to have Games Pass. Um, or if they don't, they'll just buy a month or two of Game Pass around the area these are releasing. So I don't think anyone's ever really dropping the big 70 bomb on these too often if you're an Xbox holder. Um, but yeah. yeah. Um, because when this happened at the beginning of the week, I was like, oh, that great. Like, this is a signal that we're about to get some cool stuff for the Game Awards. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. It's just more money. Like, just give me more money, you know? Like, because like, you would have thought that you would do, like, I don't, again, like, I don't know what it is. It's like when Xbox tried to do the whole, like, raise the price of gold just for no fucking reason. They're just like, you know, it's hard out here for me. <laughs> yeah. Like somebody sat in front of a spreadsheet, like, look, we are having a hard time. I yeah. last week I could only buy two Ferraris. And yeah. It's like who's gonna care after all of these owners ownerless Ferraris? Yeah. You know? Do you know how embarrassing that was to walk into the dealership and only come out with two? <laughs> it's ridiculous. People were pointing and laughing. And a three for the price of two deal. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Well, if they had three for it. the price of two, oh, then he would have still got three. Yeah. And it's yep. like, I, I just feel like maybe there's some sort of psychology 
I'm missing here, but I feel like it should be a thing where if you're going to give everyone some bad news, at least give me a chaser. You know, if you're going to spoon some poo into my deep into my gullet, yeah. at least give me like a, a nice whiskey Coke to, to wash you down. No, yeah. wasn't, there's none of that. And it's even worse. It's even a bigger slap in the face because there was nothing at the game. Yeah, just wash it down with <laughs> diarrhea. That's what you do, mate. Yeah, that's right. Great. Yeah, poo followed by poo. Great. <laughs> yeah, yeah stupid it, podcast. It, it, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't fantastic uh, timing on their behalf. Um, yeah, something I had to give, but just like Philly's belt. But I think you could have waited. <laughs> I think you could have waited another week or two. But yeah. Well, that's the thing. like if they truly are planning like a January or a February showcase, could you not like keep it in your pants until then? Do you know what I mean? It just would it would have rolled off so much better. Like I don't understand how someone this is what makes me think that they have like different people in charge of like very like similar but different departments. Like there's someone in charge of programming and there's someone in charge of marketing and someone in charge of content schedule and someone in charge mm. of hype hypometer and it's like yeah. what do you do do you speak do you speak because like if there was truly someone who had a calendar in front of them and they were like oh look you know on the 20th of november we're going to announce the prices are going up on the 5th of what's the fucking date on the like 7th 8th of december there's the game awards but we're not showing anything and then there's january the 26th we're having a showcase there. Like you can't look at that as a content plan, like you know, a pro, and be like, "That's going to pan. That's optimal." Yeah, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sometimes these things, from like a numbers perspective and a financial perspective, they need to be announced at specific times. But I don't know the logistics of it all. But yeah, uh, like from the outside looking in, it just doesn't make sense to just just to do it like like they have um it just doesn't line up like any of it yeah and and even worse it's like you know it's known that companies will put out bad news on fridays and i don't think this was even announced on a friday it's literally like they were just it's like they had something it's like they had something yeah it's like they had something good to tell the world like i i don't or maybe i i just i there was just no rhyme or reason behind any of it like it's comparable to the gold thing because that you can't just tell us you're going to double the fucking price of a, like and not give me anything. Mm. Like, what were you expecting? Like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks for the opportunity to pay yeah. you double the money. Like, if they were like, at, at worst, they could have been like, oh, and we're making a commitment to do this, this, and that. Mm. Nothing tangible, but at worst, they could have made promises. At best, you know, they could have said, and this is the release date, you know, release dates for X, Y, and Z. Here's an acquisition, you know, blah, 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 you know, whatever. So, yeah, more stuff to iron out because the timing of, of these last two weeks has been ridiculous. Um, and that's not even to mention the ABK stuff, which has you know been really negative as well. I know that's more transient and yeah. um, spontaneous, but you can still react, yeah. uh, which, I, again, I don't feel like Xbox has ever been good at reacting. So it's just, it's just like weird. They could have even like, marketed or got something out there at the game awards even if it was just like why didn't they show high in life 
Why didn't they give Iron Life a trailer at the Game Awards? Was it just too expensive? Like, to just air it there, and they didn't think it was, like... Because, like, uh, just any kind of presence to, like, go with this negative news, you know? Even even if it was just like, oh, hey, oh, wow, actually, yeah, we got Higher Life on Tuesday. That's kind of cool. You know, it takes your mind off off all the bad news a little bit. It's just like, I'm so surprised we didn't even, they didn't even show that. So weird. That's what I mean. Like, like, you know, these things are planned months in advance. So they Mm. must have known that the prices were going up. Yeah. So someone, someone wasn't talking to. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Because it's not like they were pulling higher life. I like, will save it for our own show. It's, it's out. It's out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... Yeah. We'll get people hyped for that. Yeah, we'll get people hyped for that on January twenty sixth. <laughs> Everyone will be so pumped for that. What do you mean it's out on Tuesday? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. A week before it leaves the service, then then the marketing cycle will kick in. Yeah, great. Silly, silly. Okay, well, we wait with bated breath for the next move for Xbox. Uh, I think they need to say something soon. Say yes. something soon, really, uh, to keep keep people keep people happy. Okay, so there was the whole thing that happened where Xbox committed to a ten-year multi-plat agreement with Nintendo and Steam. PlayStation have declined it, you know. Uh, you know, Brad Smith, who's one of the higher ups, I can't remember his exact role, has said, you know, we'll be happy to sit down with PlayStation when they want to talk about the ten year deal. Uh, and this this stirred up quite a lot of different like knee jerk reactions from everywhere. Like even devs were chiming in. Uh, I say uh, even day, of course, so that's prerogative. That's, that's absolutely fine. But it, uh, a lot of people felt that this was like a big. Uh, yeah, this is like a PR move. This is such a PR move from Xbox, which, like, on one hand, like, I don't think, I guess maybe this is me just, like, I, I had a few back and forth with people on Twitter about this, and I don't know if this is me just being pedantic or getting into semantics. I don't think it is, because I think, I would call this a strategic move. I wouldn't call it a yeah. PR move. Like, of course it's strategic, yeah, like, obviously. But what do you mean it's PR? Like, it's a, it's a very tangible, it's like, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's a suable agreement. Mm. We're gonna put we're gonna put this game on that platform, and then people will be like, "Oh yeah, but it doesn't matter that much because people don't want to play COD on Nintendo." That's not really the fucking point. The mm. point is that 
it's not like a stunt. You know what I mean? It's it's not like it's not something that like I'll tell you what a PR stunt would have been. A PR stunt would have been we promise to put uh Call of Duty on into more on more places, and that's it. Which is what they've been saying vaguely for a while now. But this is yeah. like a concrete commitment. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So to, to me, it's a, like, of course, it's strategic. Like, yes, by all means, they want to signal to uh, regulators, look at us, look how benevolent we are. We're for real. We're not fucking around when we say we're not going to make this exclusive. We'll put it on more places, in fact, and we'll work with partners to do so. Um, so like, when you saw this, what were initial reactions, thoughts, and, and the rest? Um, yeah, my initial reactions were, I thought it was a pretty good uh, move to be honest i thought it was a great way to try um and get some sort of good exposure for for you for 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 xbox in this argument while also sort of painting sony to be the the odd one out the one by themselves you know um the one that are being very stubborn in um in this quite generous agreement you know when you see competitors you know nintendo are at the top they're they're above like PlayStation and, and Xbox and they're happy with this 10 year deal. They're like sick. Yeah. This, this sounds great. Xbox. Thanks. You know, then everyone's looking at Sony like, Oh, why are you guys still being bitches? Like everyone else is really happy yeah. with this. Like what, you know, so it just kind of, like you said, like you said in a message to me, it kind of just leaves them like sitting at the lunch table alone. Um, sort, yeah, that's right. sort of thing. So it definitely is smart. Um, and and it you know it, it bolsters Xbox's argument for the fact that they don't want to just like take Call of Duty and make it an exclusive. They want to take Call of Duty, put it everywhere, and get more money. You know, like they 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 don't want to be stingy with it. They want to make it more accessible. You know, this is the one of the biggest gaming franchises on the planet, and it's great to have it come to all consoles for all players. And that also means more money so you know that's right yeah it was it was it was a good move i think yeah and you know because i've seen some talk about this and you know people be like oh well if if, if you know xbox if, if you truly are being honest about keeping things keeping it multiplayer forever then why don't you just agree to sign a contract in perpetuity and you know we've spoken about this thing before you know this uh, that doesn't really happen but the point being with that is that they couldn't do that. Like just in case, just in case nobody's ever thought about why contracts don't happen forever. It's because imagine if in five years' time, COD falls off. That's happened. Big game pillars have fallen off. Mm-hmm. And then what? And then they're still locked. And then they're still uh, Halo, right? They're still locked into agreements where they have to keep pushing this game and losing money to all platforms. Yeah. But five years, ten years, fifteen, twenty years. Because they've signed for lifetime deal, they have to keep publishing this. So of course they're not going to. That's ridiculous. That that's so. That's so. That's such a risk, uh, like taking uh, agreement. So of course, and I think the regulators probably understand that. But really, what we're seeing here is that so many don't want a deal. They don't want Xbox to have that leverage. They don't want the possibility yeah. of any partial. Ex- they don't want to happen to them what they have been doing. Mm-hmm. And of course, it it works differently because Xbox owning them means it's no longer up for negotiation, and and that's that's fine. That's kind of the angle that that regulators are taking. And you know, it says Xbox, we will have the marketing rights, and if there's any partial exclusivity, even though I'm pretty sure they said they won't do any partial exclusivity either. By the way, 
So it's fairer for everyone. Uh, the point is that Xbox own it and it's no longer on the table and it can't be competed for. Fine, that's their angle. So, so yeah, so that's kind of what's been happening in terms of the you know that Nintendo deal and that Steam deal and even uh, you know uh, Gaben, <laughs> you know CEO of Steam, mm. went went on the record to speak about this and they were like, yeah, they said that they would send over the documents and I just told them not to bother because Phil and Xbox have always been have always followed through on their word. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like there's like a continuing, there's like a ever-growing pile of evidence in favor of Xbox being generally very good with this stuff. Um, it just depends if the regulators decide to see it that way or not. And, you know, uh, this is getting like kind of political as well. I don't know if you saw like uh, US politicians chimed in on this Bernie Sanders, uh, mm. what's she called? Someone, uh, I'm sure whacking correct me, who's Warren? Elizabeth Warren, that's the one, you know, who are like um, both Democratic over there uh democrats um you know said like this is great you know this is you know we need to get involved with big tech more and this is like this does stir up a little bit of conflict in my heart so tim let's peel this back a few layers we're not talking about xbox anymore we're talking about big tech you know, big mm-hmm. tech the amazons of the world the googles of the, the microsofts of the world you know the teslas of the world all of this stuff these massive companies that arguably have more sway over our lives and society than a government does it's politics is political. Mm-hmm. Are you generally for or against uh, Disney? Another one. Are you generally for or against these giant conglomerates getting even more giant? Uh, I don't know. I feel like it, does it depend. <laughs> it does depend. It it depends entirely how it affects us. Right, and you'd and you'd like to think it eventually, if they get big enough, um, and they they just have so much market share, um, in that area that they can just choose to do whatever they want, and whether that be cut the user with prices, um, or or just lots of other things that aren't coming to my head, but prices being one of them, um, yeah, I I think it gets to a point where they do just get too big. Um, but I also think, yeah, it, it really just depends on what they do with it. But I'd say on the fear of of them just becoming too big and having too much power, I'm probably against it. Um, but yeah. Right. And yeah. it's an interesting thought exercise because obviously it takes your gamer bias out of it a little bit, you know. So I would encourage, you know, if you're listening and you're you're really staunchly you know, pro the ABK deal and you're, you're struggling to see why regulators won't submit or, you know, why, you know, have a think about it in, you know, other areas, you know, like these other big corporations, you know, typically there's no, historically there's been very little benefit to people with, um, uh, industries getting dominated by monopolies and duopolies and oligarchies. Uh, you know, I, I think the, the worst one that I can think of is, is in America um, around the um, internet uses like you have, you guys have around there. And the fact that you are, you, you get thro- you get limited amount of data a month. Like that's correct because there's just, what, they've just allowed one internet provider to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. I can't remember the name of it. So please correct me. I can't remember the name of the, the main provider. Another, another episode, I think. Um, I think we have. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I can't like, remember the name. Fucked. That is yeah. fucked. Yeah, like, that's so messed up. But that's that's been allowed to just happen. And so I'm with you. Overall, I think we need to be very careful when we allow 
big corporations to merge like this and you know there's this so you get into the weeds of it you know like um uh merger and acquisition lawyers do you know speak about vertical integration versus horizontal uh, integration you know which is like basically are they um acquiring someone else at a different point in the production chain you know like so are they acquiring is someone who produces acquiring someone who manufactures or is someone who like so microsoft would be um can do, do a bit of both right but they could produce they could um, acquire like a manufacturing company. Anyway, getting into the weeds of it. There's, there's a lot. One is worse than the other, essentially, and uh, that's what kind of people are assessing here. But it takes your bias out of it a little bit, um, which is why we have these regulatory systems. So that's not really the problem. Um, so what what we kind of need to be thinking about is is this. Is that you know is this overall going to be of benefit? Um, and, and that's what kind of annoys me. This is like my main point, you know, in conclusion. I'm overall, I don't like the idea of companies getting massive. However, mm. why is this the fucking hill you die on? Yeah. Why is it the, like when you've, when all of these companies have exploded, Disney owns like 60% of the intellectual, creative intellectual yeah, property. In Marvel and fucking Star Wars. Uh, star wars like fuck you like fuck you for allowing that to happen like do you know what i mean like that's crazy um but no this is this is the line in the sand and and i think it's like it's just bad timing and i like jess corden over at windows central he's been on this well in advance you know he said that he thinks that actually you know with the time of this happening it might just be a real intersection of like actually like this is the time where politicians are going to start um looking for scalps for big tech you know they, they want to take something away from this and say look at this you know if this does go through look at this massive concession we had or mm. oh look we blocked this we're not taking any more shit from big tech anymore and it's like it just it angers me that like the one time i'm gonna get a direct benefit i mean you, you could yeah. argue in the long term it, it would somehow it could. not be that way but yeah. the way i see it it's going to directly benefit me to at least in the midterm Ten years. Uh, this is the one where they're like, "Nah, too much." Mm-hmm. Yeah, too much. Disney owns all of it. Google owns everything. Amazon. Amazon is like a digital storefront monopoly as well. Yeah, yeah. It's and I just it's, it's so it's it rubs crazy. me the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 absolutely crazy. There's so much of this stuff. You know, like Google. You know, just bought Fitbit um disney just like buys fucking lucas arts uh, star wars and marvel and all that shit um and yeah it's just it almost feels like it's gotten to the point where they're like oh shit we gotta start doing our jobs now like <laughs> a lot's gone through uh let's just block this you know at what at, in, in whose eyes is call of duty any bigger than something like star wars like jesus christ like oh, uh, it, it, it's absolutely crazy to me um yeah I, I i completely agree with you yeah so so i can see like so so we can i can see wikin's push back a little bit here so this, this is interesting so marvel was going bankrupt which is why they sold and star wars was dormant for like 20 years all those all the synergy that those uh, ip have is because of disney um like yes i mean you can definitely argue that you know those ips got a boost because because disney handled them well but that's still like the, the regulators still have that job to try and forecast you know what could happen with that and i just think they they failed that's an area that they failed 
um because it's 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 not just them you know it's not even just those ip you know it's like all the kids films you know, disney pixar <laughs> they've got pixar yeah. you know because it's just dreamworks now i think which is the major competitive animation studio or maybe illumination i suppose so maybe that's not so bad but that, we're still looking at oligarchy then you know we're still looking at like three major um corporations so yeah i i and and that's one of like so many you know like we keep talking about there's a reason we talk about big tech you know like google, google amazon etc etc um so yeah I, I, yeah that's all it is i'm just a little bit salty that this is the line in the sand um for 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 what it seems you know for the for the regulators i don't know the history so maybe there's some ignorance playing into this i don't know the history of like were any of these deals taken to court with this like you know sued did the ftc sue for any of any of these deals hmm. um you know hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah totally 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 fair point um from from Joaquin there and I think you know I think this is arguably what Microsoft is trying to put forward in their documents you know they're trying to say like oh well look at Call of Duty it's kind of like a declining series it is <laughs> yeah I mean and to be fair they're not wrong I mean it still earns a crap, a crap ton of money but then you could argue that I think even when Marvel was at its worst I still think it, it earned a pretty decent amount of money still um you know it was just in decline um so maybe a bit more drastically than Call of Duty is. Um, but yeah, no, you could argue those those same points. Yeah. I don't think mm -hmm. it's too mm -hmm. egregious to compare the two, in all honesty. Um, like the whole Disney to Marvel and all that sort of stuff. Um, well, I feel it, like there's a pattern there yeah. that you can compare the two. Yeah, I, I think it's comparable for sure. Um, you know, again, like I wonder if there were concessions put through. You know, there there is an element of like I just we just follow the game industry very closely, so of course we know more about this deal than we do about previous deals, and I'm sure most of us are the same <laughs> that are following mm -hmm. this one. Um, but you know, I like were concessions put through. Was it being analysed? You know, did we have were there other competitors that were able to kick up as much of a fuss? And you know, I, I like because I would like if if regulators put forward a good case, and they were like, look. This is the play-by-play. -play. I would be like, okay, yeah, fair enough. Like mm. we, we've said it, we've just said it. You know, we both feel like overall we don't want corporations growing too large, and this is a massive deal. Um, but if it's handled fine, which I think Xbox do have a do have a tendency to do so, like hand handle these acquisitions fairly, at least you know, recent last twenty years, then I'm fine with it. So you know. See how it goes, but like that's that's ultimately like the why the bigger picture and uh, why this is you know why FTC is now suing and you know how we can really all feel about it fairly. I think is to think about other industries. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So things got a bit interesting after this. Um. So you know the whole the whole suing happened and um the uh. What, the, the 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 case tim the rationale that the ftc put forward for suing you know it was a, it was a long list of things that we've all heard before like we're worried you know that microsoft could maybe be anti-competitive yada yada but one of the central and pivotal points that they made as the rationale for the for the suing for the lawsuit was that xbox assured the eu that it would not make any bethesda games any Zenimax games exclusive hmm. I don't remember them saying that. 
and I, I do a podcast where I, you know, I blow my nose and I speak about things every now and then. Yeah. I don't remember them saying that. Uh, do you remember them saying that? What, the, the Xbox were saying that anything Zenimax wasn't going to be exclusive? Yeah, that's what, yeah. Not particularly. It doesn't ring a bell. No. No, they didn't. That's why. You know, because we had a lot of conversations at the time, didn't we? You know, and Phil said legacy games, you know, will keep on their on their platforms, but exclusivity for all future games will be a case by case basis. That was the big like that was yeah. a big thing we said on a case by case basis. <sighs> and so uh, we've been really confused. And so essentially, you know, and then so <laughs> the EU then contacted the FTC and the EU were like uh yeah they never said that to us like what are you what are you smoking mm-hmm. like, what are you what are you doing so things are a bit weird now because there's not been a uh follow-up <laughs> the central point that they've sued microsoft on was that the it was that they assured the eu that they wouldn't make bethesda games exclusive and then the eu themselves went to the ftc and said nah fam like it's not what that's that's not what happened <laughs> yeah yeah so it's a it's like in a weird like limbo kind of state now isn't it like because so, so and you know like i i I've, i had to use a lot of willpower and i think generally i'm quite good with my thumbnails and my titles like i really do my best to not have misinformation tiles um and i also by the way i think i've said this on the show i also have a rule where I, i'm not Unless really, really, I have a good reason. I avoid using faces. Mm. It's weird. I don't know. It's kind of weird to me to have like. It just feels oddly personal. Do you know what I mean? If I start yeah. cropping Jim Ryan's face out and giving him a massive nose, like I don't know. That's just weird to me. <laughs> I'm literally no one. Do you know what I mean? Like I like. Uh, <laughs> oh, I can paint a clown on his face. Well, it doesn't make me a big guy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, so some of the things. So, ultimately, what seems to have happened is that it's come down to, like, interpretation, and I'm using that very liberally, because what the EU said in their documentation, uh, you know, and what they recorded Xbox saying was, firstly, Xbox said this, and I do think this is fair. We have no incentive to stop selling Zenimax games on other platforms. Hmm. They they did say that word for word. Yeah. I think, but there's like, it's weird because there's ambiguity in that, which is so strange because to me that I read that and I think there's no incentive for us to stop selling games on like that already exist. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, I mean we're not going to yank ESO off. We're not going to yank Fallout 76. We're not going to yank Deathly yeah, Prey. Current. Games yeah. already there. We're not going to yank them away. Right. That's how that reads to me. Mm-hmm. So the FTC, it seems, maybe have read that and thought, oh, well, that's, you know, you announcing Redfall and Starfield as exclusive is uh, contradictory to that statement. Uh, but then no. they've also said other other things which were like really clear cut, I feel. They've said things like exclusivity will depend on a number of factors, including player demand, uh, you know, the market, um, third party motivations, you know, things like that. Um, so it's just very strange to me that the FTC seem to have been the only regulatory body here that have managed to mince the words enough. Uh, so much so that they thought a lawsuit was suitable. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. 
No, it seems a bit seems a bit hasty. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. Um, it's almost like it's politically motivated. Nah. That's not a thing, Deck. Because that's that's one of the arguments. Though. One of the arguments is that the FTC wanted to take them to court regardless, and they you know they would find anything to say because they want they want to show we're going to push back against big tech now. So even yeah. if Xbox, even if the deal goes through, we're going to push back. Um, and bear in mind, like the CMA said the same thing as well. So the CMA said also, oh, Xbox promised that they wouldn't make Xenoblade games exclusives, but then they did, like. So there be like maybe like maybe as part of the concessions, like the regulators are going to say to Xbox, "Look, you've got a, you've got a, a worm tongue. <laughs> you need to you give us clear statements so we know yeah. next time our eyes ain't working properly." <laughs> yeah, but then I've, I feel like all companies do that. I don't know. It's just it's just a thing. Like the, the way you yes. word things, yeah. it's not you know, and it's not. It shouldn't be up to Xbox and microsoft to word things like a specific way so these guys can understand it or whatever it's their job to look into these things and interpret it whichever way it should be interpreted like what <laughs> i don't know it's just be like um xbox if you could just make our jobs easier that'd be fantastic just like clear statements you know i don't know weird to me yeah no, it is weird, and like it's like it, I think this is still at the fault of the regulators. It's just more that you're going to see a lot of videos on YouTube that are going to say the FTC lied. <laughs> like you're going to see a lot of like yeah. uh, titles and thumbnails that that say that, and like I think that's a bit inflammatory. And like I like like come on, <laughs> like these aren't twelve year olds running around. They just they've just interpreted it. Um, differently whether that you know you can you can argue maybe there's some malicious intent in you know in that they wanted to mm. uh like take like i said like, like one state's court or like I, I also do think that there's like a genuine concern from that wording you know i i can i don't think that's feasible yeah um but i think what we can all agree is that man this probably isn't going as smoothly as xbox thought it was <laughs> it's gonna go no definitely not um, and it begs the question, like Joaquin has said multiple times today, he thinks the deal is just going to fall apart and not go through. How's how's your kind of vibe on that whole thing right now? Man, I'm, I'm kind of clueless. I definitely, you know, I, I was, I used to be quite confident that this would go through, but the more and more this is stacked up, it's, it's seeming quite difficult. Uh, Xbox seemed to be quite confident. Obviously, that's what they're going to say. Yeah. Um, and looking at the facts, you know, as a... I'm not going to call myself an industry analyst, but like just analyzing the industry, I suppose. Mm. I don't see, I don't see why this is anti-competitive. That's, I guess, like that. Those gears aren't clicking to me. I know it's a big purchase, but the the focal point. If, if there were like, and, and this, the CMA have kicked up a little bit of a fuss about cloud services, but they seem to have dropped it now and subscription services. But like that, can't, that's not that's, that was not the focus. Though the main focus here is exclusivity for COD and, and exclusivity in general a little bit, but mostly for COD. Mm -hmm. if, if if exclusivity is the focal point, that happens regardless of acquisitions. So like, if this falls through. And then Xbox just go to active 
you know, actively is with the remaining 65 billion because, you know, they've got to lose three, three, because they lose three billion from going to court. Mm-hmm. And they just say, okay, we want 10 years on Call of Duty, here's 10 bill. We want 10 years on Diablo, here's 10 bill. We want 10 bills on Overwatch, here's 10 bill. Is that not anti competitive now? Because it's like a la carte exclusivity, like yeah. money hatting, like Sony does. Mm. Like, is that not? Like, you know, so if it, it, if it really is about exclusivity, something isn't clicking in my head. And I, I don't know if it's because I'm missing something about the importance of acquisitions versus deals from a competitive standpoint, mm. or if it's because regulators are really, really, really far behind on competition and exclusivity, like in this in the landscape. Because we've we've been saying for years, we said, like you go back to our early podcast and we we've moaned about things like timed exclusivity. Partial exclusivity is so ethically like dubious. Yeah. Like buying the same price game as another platform, but having 10% of the content scooped out and not getting it till mm-hmm. two or three years down the line. That's like yeah, that's like that, to, that's like abuse of market power to me. Mm-hmm. Like that's literally abuse of market power. You know, like it, you know, we've spoken about that kind of analogy compared to you know going to get lunch, like a dinner, and your chips, your fries being held back for two weeks until they're cold. Yeah, like that could feasibly happen if there was one restaurant chain that was dominant, right? If there was one chain that was like, you got to go to us uh, because the other one, the other guys can't really find them anywhere and they've got to have their prices so high to make up on costs. So we're just going to give you less and charge you more. It's true. It is true. That, so that's like kind of my problem. It, it's just not clicking in my head. Um, and I don't know if it's my ignorance, which it's totally, you know, like um, I, I have my moments hmm. <laughs> for being a dumbass. Or if it's like just regulatory blind spots. I mean... Is that is that kind of clicking to you? Like that that kind of idea of like exclusivity, exclusivity versus exclusivity under acquisition. Like, is that what's kind of your f- temperature on that difference and how regulators are seeing it, or how you feel like see it as well? Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, it's kind of like a it 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 all, it all begs the question of uh exclusivity under acquisition is it's the whole like what if right that that's the thing of what scares everybody it's just like yeah they're playing ball for now but what if they pull the rug from under our feet and they don't play ball anymore when obviously that doesn't happen if it's not if exclusivity is not under acquisition you know um and i think that's I, I, to boil it down in its simplest terms, I literally just think that's that's all just what it comes down to. Uh, it's just the fear of the unknown and the fear of yes, they can just pull the rug from under our feet. Like, sure, Phil can commit to like a ten-year deal and all that sort of stuff, and he can claim that he wants to have Xbox, uh, uh, Call of Duty at all platforms all the time. But I don't know, man. Shit changes. No one knows what the future holds for that. For that plat, um, for that franchise, for Call of Duty, if it'll have a big resurgence, if it'll die off, you know, nobody knows. So, I think that, you know, I think it's it's reasonable to assume that exclusivity under acquisition is just it can be sort of more toxic and it can be manipulated. 
um, a lot more, definitely. Um, how that affects the consumer in all things, I don't know. I don't think it affects the consumer too much. I do think that even... Um, I, I, I think timed exclusivity hurts the user more than full exclusivity. Like you said, the whole we buy the same product for the same price but we get less. Like I'll still never get over that for like Destiny. Like I I literally just thought no. it's Call of Duty. Why? It's happening with Call of Duty. Yeah, and it's happening. It with literally Call of Duty happens right like yeah. now. <laughs> and it's just it's ridiculous. like it, it it doesn't make sense. Um and it never has in my brain. And that shit irritates me more than if someone would just like Yeah, we we just bought Blizzard now and you know if you want to play Diablo you gotta play on Xbox. Or like, you know, you can play the next Diablo on both, but the Diablo 5 Xbox, you know, the timed exclusivity and getting less for the same value, um, but it's across both consoles. That shit annoys me more. And it always has and always will. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, there's there's something to be said about regulators just not getting how many sneaky little shitty ways exclusivity is used to not benefit players, but to actively harm players. So like if we're talking about if like if we if we are all to like dial back over the last 10 years and think about what are the most anti-competitive things that you have experienced as a gamer. I think everybody would point to that. Mm. Like, I don't think people are in their right mind are going to say even X, even the best Xbox aren't going to say like, oh, it's, uh, you know, PlayStation making Spider-Man. It's like, well, you know, they work with Insomniac. Sony helped them out. You know, that's just a normal third party exclusivity. That's not the same as a money hat. You know, it's not the same as which ultimately we can never be assured of the details of. It's the shitty stuff. Like, it's like timed exclusivity, which, you know, let you feel uh, Xbox did with Rise of the Tomb Raider, got shat on, never did it again. Um, mm. partial partial exclusivity, like you said, partial content exclusivity. Um, you know, I think that is probably the thing most people would point to. Um, so it's just crazy to me that regulators don't seem to be understanding that that is a different problem. That's mm. not an acquisition problem. Mm-hmm. That's a you guys aren't paying enough attention. Like, don't even get yeah. And that's not even thinking about like loot boxes and stuff like that. That just went unfettered for like that's still like. Companies have moved away from that now because it's not, it's gotten unpopular with gamers, but like that's still not really regulated. Like Belgium's the only place, really. I think China's like requires you to see the odds, you know, mm. like, you know, but it's still really unregulated. And that's yeah. like fucking gambling <laughs> for kids. <laughs> like it just shows you how far behind they are on this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think there's some some really interesting stuff um, in the chat here. Uh, uh, you know, Wakeen makes the point about them. You know, if this drags on, that essentially Xbox are kind of sitting on the cash, right? You know, they can't do anything with it. They can't really make other acquisitions because it hurts their case. And I do think yeah. that's got to be stinging. That's got to be, stinging. especially with the amount of partner studios they're working with. You know, like certain affinity um, for the Monster Hunter game and for Halo, uh, Crystal Dynamics with the initiative, you know, that's got to be stinging that they can't just mop them up. Mm. So, yeah, it's um, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of things to 
to talk about um i think it's i think it's really interesting like i said especially when you start viewing this through the lens of maybe other industries because it does help take your bias out of it a little bit um but i do think that the regulators are having a problem uh differentiating exclusivity from acquisition unless mm -hmm. i'm missing something unless i'm missing something um so you know we'll see how it unfolds uh but uh, you know ultimately uh we've always said on the show that if this gets killed if the deal gets killed but ends up with more regulation around exclusivity and competition in that like i'm fine with that it's still a positive <laughs> yeah 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 that's fine by like if you if you actually are if you're actually going to take the industry seriously now and start looking at some of the bullshit because let's face it the company that's been doing this most is sony maybe you could argue maybe tencent as well have been a bit shitty with some of the stuff they've been doing mm -hmm. um but that's fine because i think some of the stuff that has happened in the last decade with exclusivity has been pretty appalling so yeah definitely. yeah i think phil beats jim in a fist phil. fight yeah, Phil's fucking oh, Phil's yeah, so Phil's stocky, just... dude. He's he's jacked. He is quite stocky, isn't he? Phil would yeah. like rip his head off with the fish. With fish? Yeah. Oh, fist fight. That's <laughs> a <said> fish fight. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, such a strange interpret like with fish. To make. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I okay, fist fight. Yeah, no, it's still Phil. Yeah, he'd still rip his head off with his fist. Yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. Not a fish. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> All right. Let's move on past this. We've got a couple of things left. Um, the next thing was that Bethesda workers, Tim, a bunch of Bethesda workers, 300 QA workers, Microsoft-owned Zenimax, are organizing a union. Uh, the union would be Microsoft first and the biggest union of the video game workers in the US so far. You know, this is following on from, I think... Was it uh, Raven Studios a couple of... Is it Raven? Is that what they called it? A couple of months ago, you know, under Activision Blizzard. Uh, they formed a union as well, obviously not under Microsoft yet, so it doesn't quite count. This is tactical timing, right? Yeah. They're like, you know, uh, Microsoft is under a lot of scrutiny right now. Let's form a union. <laughs> yeah, And, absolutely. you know, by all means, go ahead. Uh, so far, Microsoft have, like to be neutral around you know union forming and um has been voted a good place to work i think they were the best place to vote best place to work last year uh you know it's not to say there isn't issues problems here and there yeah that's right but i'm never not going to be behind uh, a worker unionizing i don't really see the downside other than uh, you know uh, higher ups having less of a chokehold on their workers which is you know not really an answer so yeah yeah exactly um but yeah they've definitely taken advantage of the situation um yeah it's just it's just another thing phil yeah just another thing to add to the bags under his eyes yeah that's right isn't it yeah the suitcases he's got there the poor guy um and uh, nrx says oh hi i don't hello by the way we've interacted on twitter but i don't think you've been in chat before hello if the, yeah, if, if the deal falls through phil needs to grow a goatee and go purchase exclusive and mm. that's like what that's what like is because they could couldn't they they could do that and according to the rationales that the regulators are putting forward that wouldn't be a problem well you mean is it so, like just purchase like the stuff individually just be like I yeah, want just Diablo. Car, yeah. yeah, I want Diablo. A tapas. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I a bit of shrimp, I... a bit of chorizo, a bit of patatas, blabas. 
Oh, like, maybe Patan's brothers. But um, yeah, they good. wouldn't really have an argument against it because you'd just be like, well, you didn't let me buy everything, so I'll just buy. It. Yeah, I'll just I'll just do it your way. Yeah, I'll have everything yeah, at the end. Right. <laughs> I'll just do it individually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I am all-consuming. I am yeah. I am the I am the emptying void. Yeah. No one yeah, can eat like, much yeah. well, I didn't... me. Yeah, they don't. They call me Philly cheesesteak for a reason, you know. Yeah. Um, it's like you know. Well, I didn't acquire them. You know, Seinfeld uh, theme plays. But boom, 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 boom. It's like so. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, great unions. Go, go, all of you guys. You're doing great. Um, I it, the last thing Xbox and Microsoft needs is it's more it like is not more, but is is PR around this. Uh, bad PR around this, so I imagine they will stay neutral on this for as long as they can, especially while they're under regulatory scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're on our last point of the show then. Uh, if you're still with us, guys, if you're still here, if you've been typing in the comments, we'd really appreciate it. If you could hit the thumbs up button, that would be just just jolly. Uh, consider subscribing as well if you're not subscribed. We do this every week uh, around the same time on your Sunday to make your Sundays a little bit more uh, you know, bright. You know, stupid. just try and kick away that some those Sunday blues to make them a bit more stupid, yeah. Uh, but that'd be great. Thanks very much. So, Tim, my story yes. for this week. There, 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 I'm going to be honest, there, there was some more stuff, but it was just all like AB and I like, I just, I don't have the willpower no. to go around in circles. I'm yeah. sick of talking about it. Oh, all things considered, I think we've done very well. Yeah. It was definitely the biggest point of the show. And chat. Chat, chat really helped chat, us through. Yeah, chat popped off. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely more interesting to talk about when yeah you're talking with with other people in chat and their viewpoints on it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, the comments made that maybe not want to kill myself. More manageable talking about yes, the ABK. yes. So yeah. thanks, guys. I live I, another I can, day. I can <laughs> put the new... yeah, <laughs> I can put the noose away. That's right. Okay. So the the last thing, and I, I didn't see many people actually talking about this this week, maybe because it's so tenuous, but I, like, I think it's good conversation bait. So here we go. Um, there were patents uh, put out by Xbox uh, just this week of controllers with LCD screens on the front. Not many details past that, so don't ask me what type of screens, if that means it's a touchscreen or just a fucking screen. I, I don't no, know. No, I think this is. Um, you, what? I think this is Xbox finally merging with Nintendo, making like a, a switch, a switch box. That was stupid. Carry on on that. On Even that as tiny... a joke. <laughs> okay. Even as a joke. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What? Why? What I do have for you is that it would be used to notify players when they're connected to console or a mobile device, allowing gamers to easily switch between console and cloud services. And now, is it just me, or is that not something that you can do with a button? Notify players when they're connected to a console or a mobile uh-huh. device. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like there's no you could literally just do that with like fucking different colored LEDs. You're connected to a phone. Yeah, now. Okay. You're connected to the Xbox now. Like what, the 360? Yeah. Bring that back, man. The Quadrant, wow, what a stroke of genius that was. Yeah, that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, I completely forgot about that, yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, there was. there's no need uh, to have a big, fat-off, intrusive LCD screen on my console just to say the word connected. 
Um, if it offered something yeah. else, then great. But this actually sounds like a bit of a downgrade in my eyes. <laughs> like, what's the point? Yeah. It, what's the point of that? I don't want that. It sounds like a downgrade <laughs> to my normal console. It just sounds like they're adding more clutter for no reason. Yeah. 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 Like, what's he gonna? It's gonna pop up on a notification. They're like, "You're connected to your phone now." It's like, I, I don't need you to do that. Like, it will say it on my phone. I don't need it on my controller. So, I, I guess, sort of like, where I wanted to take this conversation really is like, what, what would be, like, how could a script? Like, let's assume it maybe is a touch screen as well. Uh, like how, like how could this actually be useful? Because uh, the the only time I can think of that there was anything close to like a screen on a control, you know, bar, you know, like a, on a conventional controller, not like a switch. Was when the the PS the DualShock Four, so the PS4's controller, had the light bar at the back. I'm mean, not really a screen. I mean, uh, what is a screen? <laughs> what is a screen? <laughs> Surely it's just a You're bit of plastic right. with a light behind it. Yeah. What's a screen, dude? <laughs> what is a screen? Is that right? <laughs> Stop saying it. And they didn't call it a they didn't call it a screen. They called it a light bar. Yeah. What's the difference? Is my light? Is my this is a light bar? My phone a light bar? This is a light bar. No, it's Yo, me. That's you. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, dude. I look so grumpy. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Um, yeah, no, you look, no, you look great. Yeah, man. Uh, you know what? What springs to mind is having like a MacBook sort of centric like toolbar. I think mm. that could be kind of cool. You know, where you can like okay. put put on all like the little buttons that you want. Just to be like, I yeah. can press this button and go to Games Pass. I can press this button and it'll take me to my messages. I could press this button and it'll invite yeah. people to a party. It'll start a party for me. You know, you can just create like your own little touch toolbar. I think that could be kind of cool. And it's something that hasn't been done. And it would help with their shitty UI as well. So Yeah, well right, I, I think I think the cool, I think the possibility with the touchscreen is that it it gives scope for additional buttons because I think I, I like I as much as like the touchpads on the PlayStation controllers don't get all that much use. I think they're cool. I like them. I do mm-hmm. like them. Yeah. They, they drain battery. But I like I like that I can scroll on it. I like the novelty of it. You know, it's essentially a start and select button, just left and right side. But if you open that up to like a touchscreen, you could have on a game-to-game basis, extra buttons there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, you could have, like, map, inventory, settings, uh, photo mode, like, just there, and you could just pop it. And it could it yeah. would change depending on what... Or maybe there's some actual functional inputs. Like, maybe you could have, like, for an online game, maybe you could have... Uh, what would be something? What would be something? For an I can do this. Like, like a voice line. Like a voice line, or, like, in a chat wheel yeah yeah so you'd have to do like a weird button combo like the konami code just to say you know like attack with me or something mm-hmm. it's just just a wheel and you can just go Pop, and you just do it you could have and have your little game icons on there so you could quick resume by literally just, pressing, just quick resume quick resume overwatch 2 got... pressing vampire survivors the little icon boom <laughs> you're done i've gone full circle yeah I genuinely think that'd be a good idea. I love the little touch toolbar that is built into the um into like MacBooks. I think it's really useful. And I like customizing and put on all the things that I like to have on it. They're not popular though, are they? But that's quite an unpopular opinion. Uh, I think they're relatively popular. I don't think people have like anything they stopped against doing them. them. Really? They stopped doing them in the newer models. Yeah, they, they the newest models they don't have them, yeah. Oh, okay. 
fair dues. I like them, personally. It's useful. You could just yeah, I really like them. It. I like them, yeah. Speaking of, uh, of Max, do, do you have one for me? We're not going to do this live, dude. You push me in a corner <laughs> on a live podcast. Can I get? Can I get? Give Deck a Mac in the chat. Akio <laughs> Mac. Um, Akio Mac. Yes. You can do it with that. Uh, no, just joking. Yeah. Um, do you know what? That was really good because I think, uh, like, when I put this segment in the notes, I was like, we're not going to have a single thing to say. Um, but actually, I think we've. I think we made a good case for it. Uh, mm. Obviously, there are like battery capacity. Uh, like uh, factors to be weighed in and like space on the controller uh but i think they're that's like okay use cases i think what we've said there even if it's just at a ui level but i think on a game-to-game basis there is some real real mm. use kit like i think i think we've made some God, good points N- you know? nrx actually put hashtag yeah, let's go <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Let's get that trending. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Legend. Uh, what do you think of the speculation that it's a streaming device in and of itself? Hitching my dog on the TV connects to a controller. Oh, like the whole, the actual controller with the screen is literally like the device. It's such a small screen though. No, no, no. <laughs> you put it, can, no, can you like, put it on the screen, Tim? Can you put it? Oh, it like it's like kind of like built, built in, like I think. If that no, like, so wait, what did he say? Streaming device and and of itself, HDMI dongle on TV connects to the controller. Yeah, so he's saying like the tech is kind of like built from the dongle to the controller as like the streaming device. Like this would be a separate controller. This would be like an Xbox. Xbox streaming controller. And then you've got your normal Xbox controllers. For like for like TVs. Yeah. And you, yeah. Yeah. Like a Chromecast. Yeah. So like there's a dongle that goes into your TV and then this controller interacts with that and it's like only a stream focused controller sort of thing. Okay. I mean what would the benefits of the touchscreen be for like a day just being a stream controller though? I, I guess no that's, idea. I guess that's where I'm lost. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know if my live viewing thing will work. <laughs> no, it's not. It's screen cats a bit oh. weird from when we did it on the, on the thing. Let me have a look. Let's see if I can drag it. Yeah. Just so yeah, you can get it up. So, so everybody can see what we're e. talking about. Cause like yeah, so the screen is really small. Yeah, That's the leaked pattern right there. So it's basically just like a tiny little, little boy. But yeah, yeah, tiny little boy. You know, has anybody in chat used a uh, a uh, what's it fucking called? A Steam controller? Like, are they any good? Because they've got like the weird touchpad uh, things. People quite like them, from what I hear. Uh, a Steam controller. I'm struggling to think what that looks like. It looks like a. It's got big, two big eye skull, uh, eye holes. Oh like yeah, yeah, I know these things. Yeah, yeah. Did that, did that make you? Did that work? <laughs> did my description prompt you? No, memory then? I googled did you it. See it? Oh, okay, your description. I was, I was like, yes, no, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, fuck this up. 
No, your description fucking sucked. Uh, I just looked at that. Yeah, sorry, man. Uh, yeah, I don't really know, to be honest. 7 out of 10. 4 out of 5. Seems like people it's kind of like it. That's good odds, yeah. Never use it. It's weird, but yeah, they have like domes yeah, for your fingers, and it's like a trackpad, isn't it? Yeah. Like indented yeah. domes where yeah. it's like a trackpad. Very odd. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I've been saying for a while that I think there is a room for Xbox to push for with like controller innovation. I think, you know, they need to be looking at the next thing and, you know, maybe it is a tiny weeny little screen on yeah, the controller. I'd like, uh, I'd like to have that sort of stuff and to have just more UI accessibility and like easier ways to like quick resume into games without having to use their shitty UI, which they refuse to change. Maybe I can have my I, yeah, I do think it's quite funny though. Scrolling on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like how they can bypass <laughs> their UI. They're like, we just can't get this shit right. Let's just fucking put it on a touchscreen. <laughs> like, you know, let's just yeah. have a, you just jump to all of them on the little touchscreen. Yeah. Oh, it's interesting. Did you say you put your social feed on it? Yeah. Achievement pops up. Bling! Pops up on the screen too. I click it. Takes me to the <laughs> achievement. Let's go. It makes that noise as well, does it? Bling! Yeah. Bling! <laughs> You have like a Domino's app there. Just swipe right for oh, the That's what right it's for. It's ads while you game. They're going to put ads on it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Dude. If I was a greasy head businessman with a monobrow yeah. and I like pushed my, and I pushed, oh, and I pushed my fingertips together like this uh, all the time, like they're practically <laughs> super glued together. I, I would I would also say let's make a controller with a touch screen and in the ad in like the trailers for it, you know, we'll say that it has loads of utility, but in reality, we'll just play trailers, you know, interactive like job game websites. It's like nice game, yeah. bro. You popped off. Feeling hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Granny, I got the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh wonderful <laughs> and i got the money that and they're I paying what i asked for yeah <laughs> oh you clever yeah. thing runs in the fucking family grammy please get me out of here they've kept i'm i'm, I'm trapped in a time warp god that ad i mean surely <sighs> surely our our viewers our youtube viewers here have seen that ad an ex an ex an insane amount. I mean, actually, to be fair, I don't know if that's like the sort of ad that by Aaron, like America or something like that, but Jesus I Christ, know, over in the UK. The fact that we just recited the whole ad is, the is really a testament ad. to how much money they must have fucking paid for the screen time. Like, you know, yeah, mental. But no, it's not going to be an ad screen. That'd be so toxic. And I'm pretty sure Xbox would be cancelled overnight. <laughs> awesome. Well, speaking of cancelling, oh, uh, you know, synonym for cancel, yeah, is um is stopping, and that's what we're going to do with the show right now. And Tim's gonna, uh, Tim's probably already playing the jingle. Yeah, he's such I a am good producer. Playing the jingle, yeah. There we go. Genuinely, I definitely didn't start just there. Oh wow, okay, no, cool. That's good. That's good stuff. <laughs> I can watch it back, you know. It doesn't just vanish. I can check. Yeah, watch it back, mate. It's an extra view. <laughs> I'm trying to get it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. All right, everyone. Well, this was great. It was really nice seeing you today. I think you look you look wonderful. Um, we will be back next week, I should hope, mm-hmm. with some good news. Wait, is it? As 18th of December. 
yeah so two more weeks coming then christmas time uh have a good old time get your stockings full don't forget to eat your advent calendar the day number 11 yeah and we will catch you catch you next time yeah catch you in a bit guys bye thanks for popping in thanks for the thanks for the messages great stream yeah that was good let's go chop and chat yeah shout out bill clinton let's go hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter that's why i teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create pretty litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80 percent less than clay litter Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.